stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. They've made a commitment to me, and we had a discussion as recently as a couple of hours ago, that they will support businesses and individuals through these difficult times in a responsible, fair, and compassionate way. So that's Finance Minister Bill Morneau talking about the conversations he has had with the CEOs of the major banks and how they're prepared to respond to this situation. Uh, Finance Minister Bill Morneau also announcing today $10 billion to be available to businesses through a credit facility program. The government of Canada is preparing a significant stimulus program to be released next week to stabilize our economy, to support businesses, and to protect Canadians during a difficult time. And as Bank of Canada Governor Stephen Polos confirmed this afternoon, the Bank of Canada is again cutting its overnight rate. The Bank of Canada is contributing to this collective effort to support the Canadian economy and financial system and to ensure that credit channels remain open. The bank is today cutting its target for the overnight rate by 50 basis points to three quarters of a percent. All right. So uh, steps being taken uh, by the federal government to to try to respond to the situation, try to help businesses get through what is really going to be a difficult period. So what what is needed in terms of this kind of a, an emergency response almost joining us uh, for some further thoughts? Uh, very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, Kevin Milligan. Uh, he is a professor of economics at uh, UBC at Vancouver School of Economics. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Happy to be here, Rob. Uh, so what did you make of those uh, two announcements today, first of all? I thought they were the right first step. There are three big things we need the federal government to do, and we saw the first of those today. And what we saw today was a really strong effort to reassure financial markets and creditors that the, that the federal government and the Bank of Canada and all of its arms is there to backstop you know, the, the blood and the circula- circulation system of the economy, which is the credit markets and the financial markets. So that was the first step. And that's what we saw today with Governor Polos there and the gentleman from, from the superintendent financial institutions and the finance minister. Mm-hmm. So that was their job today was to make sure that people know, the financial markets know, that creditors know, that you don't need to pull loans in for small businesses, that you don't need to worry about short-run uh, uh, stresses on the financial system. I think they got that done today, but there's still two more things they need to do. So what are those? So the next thing they need to do, and we're, we're told we're going to hear this next week, is to reassure Canadian families, the ones who need income support. So if you are working in a restaurant and your paycheck is drying up, if you're um, some kind of self-employed person and your contracts just aren't there right now, you have a short-run need for income to pay your mortgage, to pay your food bill, and to keep going. So what we need to see next week is income support. Now, that can be through the EI sickness program. It can be through uh, an extra uh, bonus check through the Canada Child Benefit or Old Age Security for seniors. You know, there's different ways to get money in people's hands quickly, and that's what we need to see next week for step two. Step three is a fiscal stimulus package to smooth over this great shock that we're seeing in our economy over the next couple of weeks. So many businesses are contracting. Here at my university, we're contracting some programs. We're, we're, we're shutting some things down. Every one of those decisions hurts someone's paycheck. So what we need to see is the federal government step in there with a big package to smooth over that temporary shock 
to the economy. Now, that could include not just the income supports I mentioned before, but these are things like the longer-run things, like infrastructure programs, like transfers to provinces to make sure that they can keep their health systems right up to date what they need to do. So those are the three big things. Reassure financial markets, reassure families about their income, and provide a stimulus package to smooth over the macro economy. In terms of... of you know, how we respond to this or, or kind of knowing what those priorities are and, and how best to address them. I mean, is this similar to what we saw in 2008, 2009? Or are there comparable situations to this that kind of give us a, a template of sorts? Some things are the same and some things are different. One thing that is the same is that, you know, at, at crucial moments in 08, 09, there were worries in financial markets that, you know, creditors wouldn't be there, that loans might be called in on short notice. And that's why the Federal Reserve and the Bank of Canada stepped in to reassure financial markets that, you know, we're going to smooth this over. We're going to give emergency loans to businesses and banks if they need them um, and, and to make sure that, you know, things keep operating. So that's something that's the same. The thing that's different here is we have uh, this economic shock combined at the same time as a, a big health emergency. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of trying to figure out what the goal of policy is. Is it to get people out in spending or is it to get people inside? You know, we have to kind of figure out what, what we need to do uh, in terms of getting, making sure the economy keeps going. To my mind, the best way to do that is to focus on families' incomes. So we just want to make sure that people have enough income to smooth over what they're going to need to keep their families afloat over the next few weeks. So that's a very short-run thing. What we saw in the financial crisis was, you know, it was, it was a longer-run recession that got started through the housing market and lots of other things. This is a very short-run and immediate need. And, and, and the existing design of our, our social programs aren't really set out for, you know, making sure that you get dollars in the hands of people next week. It's about, you know, longer run kind of focus. So that's why they're taking, you know, the weekend and a few extra days to get this package right, which is to make sure that we get dollars into the hands of Canadian families next week. Does it matter at all that, that the budget has been delayed? I mean, Parliament's been delayed five weeks uh, or, or put on hiatus for five weeks. We won't get the budget March 30th. It's not clear when, but I guess we, we can still take these steps, can't we? So there's some steps that the government can take just as, you know, uh, as the executive they can do without parliamentary authority. There are other steps, though, that do require some change in, in laws. So that would be like changes to EI, maybe changes to uh, some of the other benefits. And what we saw today is part of the announcement, that it, was, it was all party, uh, uh, an agreement to suspend parliament. As part of that agreement, they said, look, if we need to reopen parliament for a day to pass, you know, some changes to EI, some changes to uh, some other tax laws, we'll do that. And there was all party agreement. I thought that was great. We saw uh, leadership from every side of of parliament for that. Um, They'll get that done. That if they need to get back together, they can get it done in a day. And that can give them the government the legal authority to take the action that they need. What about industry-specific uh, assistance? I mean, the airline industry is going to be hard hit. Obviously, the, the uh, oil and gas sector is going through a real rough patch right now, and there are probably others on that list. I mean, is, is that going to be a necessary approach at some point? Yeah, there's two, two parts of that there, and let's separate it into you know, short run and long run. In, in, in the short run, you know, airlines or cruise ship industry or these other uh, kind of hospitality and tourist and, and travel and logistics industries, they're hitting really short run crunch as their revenues are just drying up so fast. 
And what we need for them is emergency loan capability. And that's, again, what we saw today from the finance minister and from the gentleman from the superintendent of financial institutions. You know, what, what they do is they regulate banks. And what, one of the measures today was to uh, temporarily loosen some of the rules on bank lending that freed up up to $300 billion in short-run loans that private sector banks could make to their clients that they can't right now because of some you know, uh, prudent banking regulations that we have for normal times. Well, these aren't normal times, and so we're l- relaxing those regulations a bit to make sure that those industries who need short-run liquidity can get it. Now, that's the short run. In the long run, you know, everyone in Alberta knows that part of the crisis that's hit us in the past couple weeks is the oil price just uh, diving. And for that one, you know, that's kind of a longer run thing, I think. That's not so much about smoothing out a short run, you know, six-week shock to, to incomes or revenue. This is a longer run focus. And so I think there we need to focus on longer run ways to support uh, the energy economy and the Alberta economy. With That's where I think, you know, infrastructure programs and other public investments can play part of the package that we'll see next week. And that's kind of a longer run focus. And I know it's really important for people in Alberta to hear that, but I hope to see there'll be something in that package that does address those longer run needs of our friends in Alberta. Let's talk about fiscal capacity, because the government has certainly been criticized for, you know, taking a promise about modest deficits and, and choosing instead to run much larger than, than promised deficits. But where, where does that leave the feds in, in terms of fiscal capacity? Yeah, we've had a, a great debate in, in politics and economics about what the right goal is for fiscal policy in normal times. Should we always be aiming for a balanced budget? Is it okay to run a, a small, modest deficit or a, a slightly bigger than small, modest deficit? Those are really good debates for, for regular times. That's not the debate for today. We're, we're facing uh, a health emergency and a really strong economic challenge. Mm-hmm. And what all Canadians really need to hear is that the federal government has the capacity to deal with these problems. You know, our debt-to-GDP ratio is 30%. It's the lowest of any G7 country. We can borrow for 30 years at around 1% of interest for those 30 years locked in. That's the credit market saying that, yeah, the government of Canada has the capacity to pay stuff back. So when I see this package next week, you know, I'm less worried about running up some short-run deficit uh, and more concerned about making sure this package does what it needs to do for Canadian businesses, Canadian families, and the whole Canadian economy. So as you say, we'll, we'll learn more next week, but uh, at least the initial steps seem to be in, in the right direction in your view. Yeah, I'm quite confident with that. What I do want to see is what, make sure those steps are filled in next week. And also, something else the finance minister mentioned is he will be speaking regularly with provincial finance ministers because we know that a country like Canada, one of our strengths is we're a federal country with lots of responsibility close to where the citizens and taxpayers are in our provincial capitals. And that, that's a great strength of our country, but that requires coordination when we hit a time of crisis like this. And, and I, I've been really impressed. I saw in a letter that Premier Kenny sent to the federal government today uh, requesting some assistance and having some constructive ideas. And I'm, I'm really proud as a Canadian to see that he's stepping up and that Canadians across the country are stepping up to you know, make sure that we do the best we can. Yeah, well said. I uh, appreciate the insight, Kevin. Thanks so much for making some time for us here. My pleasure. All right, take care. That is uh, Kevin Milligan, professor of economics at uh, UBC Vancouver School of Economics. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. Uh, what do you make of the response so far from the feds? What, what more do we need to see? 
Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit about what the U.S. is doing. Uh, the U.S. president uh, has made an announcement today about a national emergency, some of the steps the U.S. is going to take, which at least initially seems to be getting a favorable reaction uh, on the markets, seeing a little bit more green as uh, trading draws to a close here on this Friday afternoon. Our number again, 403-974-8255. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.